This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Courtney. <clears throat> is the clap clap just to mark where to start in the recording or it's syncing them up it's syncing the video and the audio oh, i just did not sure because I, I always thought if you clap twice near each other it's harder to sync it it's one solid clap that is easier e- either way well is it yeah because all it is is matching up waveforms so all, and all it really is is oh, to visualize the... a peak in the in the waveform because i always make it that in case my machine doesn't work i can do it by hand and by hand it's much harder when you hear two claps in a row. What do you mean by hand? Like visually line up the marker on the v- the video visual uh-huh. and mark up, line up the marker on the audio. Like physically by m- myself, I will line them instead of having the program like pluralize. Oh, I've never done that. I've I done always it. line it up with my hands. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never and done it. And the double clap doesn't way? throw you off? No, because... You, you should get plural. Oh, you're not editing. The them. reason why is because I see... The waveforms. So I'll see two peaky waveforms. Peaky blunders. If it's two claps. Uh. And in the video, if I see, then it's like, oh, there's the two claps. And I just fucking but line But how do up. you get them so perfectly aligned? You just zoom in, and then you, you take off the magnet on Premiere so that it doesn't lock to the Well, yeah, take off cursor. that. I make a new marker. I take off whatever, but then I mark the video right at the moment. And I oh, I just trim the it. Audio I just trim it right, right out. at the moment. In and out. Welcome to Dynamic Banter, everybody. Steve's a much better editor than me in Today, general. That's not true. It's true. I, You're I, so I, Can I say, I have been doing it probably longer than you have. I actually think I'll disagree. Really? Yeah. I've been editing since- High school for me. Younger for me. My brother what? got a computer, and my brother was the computer nerd in the house. Mm. He just super got into computers. He and super he, got in. And we would go to computer shows and shit. Do you know what a computer <laughs> show is? Like a CES or something? Um, I just imagine a computer show in the '90s, early '90s. Yeah, oh there my would be gosh. these. There would be these commercials. Let me see if I can. I'm so sorry that I'm making fun of your no, brother here. No, no, here. no. I w- nice listen. Thing. I was right there with him. <laughs> he and I would go to computer shows. The in Oxnard, there was this place called the Oxnard Civic Auditorium. The Oxnard Civic Auditorium. Yeah, and by the way, our guest host is Alana Ficus. Hi. Um, this week is real screwy booey. And, this uh, week is Shark Week, so Mike we're going to talk about Mike and I. Our schedules didn't quite align this week, so I'm jumping in. But like next week, I'm going on a fucking tour with the Valley Folk, mm-hmm. and I will not be in. So Mike will be taking care of the next episode, and then we'll be back together again. Wow. Very soon. But we just released the commentarium. What's that? Um, it's it's a concept we came up with when we were doing Cloverfields, which is what dynamic banter was. Oh, I know, I know, I know, the lore. Uh, <laughs> in Cloverfields, we came up with this thing called the Commentarium, where we would watch the Cloverfield movie and bring in someone from the movie to join us. Oh, cute. And we did Cloverfield and invited J.J. Abrams, and J.J. Abrams came over oh, right. and did yeah. commentary with us. I remember us. that. And then we did 10 Cloverfield Lane, and John Goodman came. Wow. And that's that's a real good one. Oh, really? That's a very good episode. Wow. Okay. Because it's 
And that's on this it's new bonkers. thing you're doing? Um, well, it was all part of Cloverfields, and then we became dynamic banter. No, but you're talking about, uh, it sounds like a place that things are going to live? No. It's oh. just our podcast. It's just dynamic banter. It was, it, so the commentarium was like a bonus episode. It was like a segment. Within, oh, okay. it was, it's like a bonus, bonus episode. episode. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like a, a place that No, no, no. It's just, you... it's, no, we don't want to confuse people. It's already oh, okay. confusing as fuck. All right, okay. Um, it still says we're, we were Cloverfields and nobody knows what the fuck that is. So um, anyway, but we uh, we did 10 Cloverfield Lane with John Goodman and it was so fucking good. And then we did Big with Penny Marshall. Oh. Which was also very good. Wow. And we just did this last episode. The last episode of Dynamic Banter was watching a Goofy movie with Goofy. Goofy came over. Is, did, was, to our apartment. Was Goofy there while you watched the movie or yeah. did you talk yeah. about it so after? So the whole concept of it is we watch the movie together. We sync it up via audio so people can watch it along with us. Oh. And then Mike and I and a special guest watch the whole movie and just comment on it. Wow. And the guest will have fun anecdotes or trivia or things about, well, you know, when I was working with this actor, mm. you know, things like that. So Goofy, Goofy really let us in on a lot of insight into a Goofy wow. movie. Yeah. I'm everyone was a dick apparently on the set. Well, you know, I feel like I kind of get that vibe if you really look at in the background how they're looking at each other. Nobody seems really happy. Yeah. Well, all cartoon characters, you just there's some sort of They're like comedians. There's some kind of there's I don't know darkness. if it's the same for you, but yeah, you look at a cartoon character and they're so joyful and they're so full of happiness and joy mm -hmm. almost to like a naive degree and mm -hmm. it's like, "Whoa, this is crazy." And you gotta you watch that for like a, such a long time. You watch mm -hmm. a character in a movie or whatever, and you're just. For me, it's like, you can't just be this happy. Mm -hmm. There's got to be another side of you when the when the door is closed, when the lights are out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you're in when you're in yeah. your when you're in your room when you're in the comfort of your room when you're alone when, when you're you, alone with the lights out when your walls are down. Like your walls are down, but your doors are shut. Yeah, like mm -hmm. what's like Sleeping Beauty, for instance. Sweetheart, Angel, very wonderful woman. Candy Red. Do you know much about Sleeping Beauty? She's asleep most of the movie. Yeah, but she's also a very young. I'm child talking about when she's, she's out asleep. with the animals and she's singing and she's yeah, tra la laing out there. Maybe is this Cinderella? Maybe? No, it's Sleeping Beauty. Oh, okay. She goes out to the cottage with all the animals and she does a little song. That's every old Disney princess. I know princess. it is. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Would bad shit. And then bad shit happens. Prince Fucker comes around and looks through the bushes and sees her dancing with an owl. Once upon a dream. I know you, you I walked with, with you once upon a dream. I knew we were going to sing that because for a week now I've been hearing that song and I thought you and I were going to sing that. Interesting. Why? It's just in your head? You know, things happen. I think that's the less weird part. The more unique part is the fact that I knew you and I were going to sing it, I think. But, interesting. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I want to see if I can find the Oxnard Civic Auditorium. Um, to to give you credit show on the editing thing, yes. I have been editing since high school, but I've always, it's been my least favorite of, like post-production as far as physically being the one doing the editing has yeah. been my least favorite. So I'm sure that you have edited more in those periods. Well, my brother and I brought digital editing to our high school, or to my high school. Yeah. Because my brother got digital DV 
video, digital video, because it went from it went from DV tapes. Yeah, that's not is that di- oh because DV. it wasn't analog. Yeah, right, it's right. digital. Yeah, so we had, uh, but we it's not w- like files digital yet. I think it's ones and zeros on the on the tape there. Sure, but it's still on a tape. It's not like just a file. It's like yet. analog digital. Yeah, exactly. It's digital one Um, but there was like. You know, DVC. All and I shot was eight, DV, eight millimeter, and you know the ones yeah. before DV. Yeah, because I shot them for a little. Yeah, it was like I forgot what they were called, but there was a bunch of them. They were tapes. They were like big tapes. Mm, yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and sometimes you could put them in a VHS tape. Yeah, you would put a, an adapter. <laughs> it would go into a big VHS tape case, and then you could put the VHS and it just tape pops into open. Your, it's like a yeah. big tape has an even smaller hole yeah. for a tape, and it really is so, very Russian doll vibes. So, yes, and so to give you an example of how long I've been editing, I was editing on stuff like that. Well, me too. Like, However, like we probably started around the same age, except I far less often in maybe, those years. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't like that. I just part. remember my brother got premiere illegally for sure. Premiere? Final cut. No, it was premiere. We did premiere. We started premiere. We were a PC. Premiere family. existed back then? Well, we were a PC house. We had PC and we didn't have Mac. That sounds like the name of your sitcom for your family. We sitcom. were a PC, PC house. house. It's like everyone's politically correct <laughs> PC house. and they all use compu- PC computers and they play. <laughs> Everyone has a link to a PC. Like one person's a gamer, one person edits old Premiere. What the fuck is that game? And it takes place in the 80s, Steve. Oh no, I I wasn't gonna say 80s because early 90s. Well, because I think if you can you can you can connect the esports world to the show somehow with the PC aspect of it. You lost me at esports. Well, listen, you can have them play a game, a very popular PC computer game called. Uh, Edwards Overwatch. Okay. Which may not even be as popular anymore. And I'm a boomer now. But Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch is I'm the game. I'm overwatching that. There's Overwatch leagues and shit. They, people take it very seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you could you could uh you could connect it. You could connect to those worlds. The PC family house. At night, they all are in an Overwatch league. Oh, and shit. they play on PCs and it's all like sponsored by Alienware or some shit. Monster energy drinks. Oh, did I sneeze right in the mic? I'm sorry. Nobody cares. I'll never find the commercial. But man, there were these computer shows that my brother and I would go to. If you find the commercial, tweet it to Steven. It was like, like, come to the Oxnard Civic Auditorium for the computer show. And it was like. That's, you're going to, the trailers for your show, the ads for your show will be like that. Like fake ads for going to a PC something. For what show? For this sitcom we're talking about. The PC family show? Yeah. (laughs) The ads for it are going to feel like you just went back in time into the early 90s and you're watching an ad for something else. That's so cool. Yeah, but then you won't be able to connect it to the modern Overwatch No, but I love... Well, we'll just find a trick in the universe where it makes sense. Maybe they build a time machine or something. <laughs> we'll just have it be like it's all right. It's better as like a it's better as a 90s show. It's so good. Although as a no 90s one's show. ever listen to me. No one's ever done a 90s PC family no, show. No, listen to me. Okay, no, I'm no, so sorry. There's okay, a billion I'm so versions. sorry. There's a billion versions of that. And even like too many cooks is that to a degree. What? I don't think. To a degree. No, because it's taking think... the trope of like, oh, it's a 90s three cam sitcom. And no, it's but funny. the PC part is the unique part because I imagine, you know, normal sitcoms, everyone's in the room together at the same time. You're all in your separate rooms on PCs most of the time. Yeah, but and it's that's still, hilarious. To right, me. but it's still like the sitcom thing. Like wh- what I'm thinking is, is like, you could totally do for the first time ever, you like connect it to esports. I don't, I think there's a way to merge both. 
I don't think you could do with a '90s thing. All I mean, right. you could get the you could get the computer nerds like the thirty somethings to be like, oh yeah, I fucking played fucking LucasArts no, X Wings Flight Simulator. Steve, you know where you can get it. <laughs> tongue competition. Yeah, tongue comp. Well, you're supposed to comp. With no, it. no, I'm done. Oh, you okay. win. Go All ahead. Right. Continue. Um. Do you know what, where you can get people to be interested? It's not fun for interested? people listening. Okay, I'm so sorry. Where it's fun you can get people interested is if you include the like just the beginning of chat rooms culture because that is very oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting because it's it's the start yeah. of what we do now all day every day. Man, now now you're just making me think about Pen15. It's a it's like a boys version sort of yeah. of Pen15. You could do like a boys Pen15. But I think you guys are older. You're not specifically preteen. I need to show you. You could be preteen, uh, but your brother's in high school. We're going to watch solid. Good Boys. Is it about puppies? No, no. Then you, I don't know about listen, it. Listen, I uh Whitney and Jesse came over a couple of nights ago or like what last week. What were they wearing? Pajamas. We had a little pajama. What color? I don't fucking know, man. Wow. I'm a guy. I don't remember shit like that. You do. Don't no, use that I excuse. You're no, Steve no, and you no, do remember no, those no, things. No, I don't. Whenever someone's like on the news, they're like, can you describe the person? Yeah, they were wearing a red hoodie and they had blue jeans and like these, these new Crocs, I think. And then they had like a headband that had, was it bears? No, no, hearts. It was, And I'm like, how the fuck do you remember that much about someone? I well, could never fucking do that. Are you fucking kidding me? It's a little different when someone's like, Accosting you? I mean, no. I I mean, I've I've been afraid of someone, and I've been like, I've been, I've been like, afraid of someone and never remembered what they look like. I, I yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude, absolutely. You're right, it happens. I it leave happens. the situation and go. I don't remember that person. But they're if, also if, only interviewing the people who do remember. There's probably for those people who remember a handful of people who are all I like, mean, I don't fucking know. Sure, but he was tall, I guess. Regardless, like when someone's like. Oh, uh, did you see like did you see Joe last night? Yeah, I saw him. Did you see what he was wearing? Uh, I guess. By clothes. golly, <laughs> he was wearing clothes. You remembered it was pajamas. That's a start. Like, ask me. Last night we went to see Cats. With okay, a fucking what was Matt Rob wearing? Oh my God, let's oh, see. see. I don't know, man. I think oh, maybe I a do jean know. jacket. Okay. I think it was a jean jacket. Yeah. If, with like pins on it, a bunch of pins on it. Uh-huh. Well, no, don't do Matt Rob because he was in my story and, and he I also watched my story a bunch. Tell, that uh, type of outfit else. a lot. Okay. Like Diane. Diane was wearing a cat dress. Well, we talked about her we outfit did talk for about a while. Outfit, let's, yeah. let's, Sarah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All I remember is she had a spirit hoodie on. I remember the spirit. Uh, That's uh, it. And a, some kind of jackety. There was a jacket. Like maybe a collared long sleeve even. What about Grace? Uh, I think she was wearing a hoodie. No. A zip-up hoodie? No. Or it was like a... I know exactly what she was wearing. Fuck, I don't know. I have no idea <laughs> what so she was wearing. I'm so good at girls' outfits. Yeah, well, speaking. you're a girl. Girls do this kind I of know, thing. I know. This is uniquely my strong point. Like, editing is more of yours. But you don't remember what Grace was wearing? <laughs> no, I don't what about Elliot? I do not. Elliot was wearing a hoodie. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Elliot was wearing his yellow collared... Jacket? Like, jackety thing. And Grace was wearing... A very similar, but it was red. What is it when people are loggers and they, and it's like plaid, red plaid. Oh, like a. There's a word for it. Lumberjack. Yeah, like a lumberjacky plaid red. Yukon. Yukon jacket. Yeah. The kind uh, that look like a shirt, but it's thicker than a shirt. So it's now a jacket. Yeah. But it's still really a shirt. It's like But a, it's a jacket. 
I don't flannel? know how I don't know how you just des- flannel is the word I was looking for. I don't know how you describe those, but like a jacket flannel. It's like a flannel jacket, yeah, jacket flannel. Not just flannel a jacket, jacket flannel, flannel jacket, you know, flannel flackle jackal, flackle jackle. I want one of those. A I flackle jackal. I really want a flackle jackal. I had one I stole from a boyfriend Where we, years how we, ago. Uh, how do we get to? How do we get here? Sorry, I was talking uh, about fashion. Wait, no, no, no. And then we were talking about remembering people. Man, we went remember too far. Remember me. We're too deep. Um, Though I have to do something, remember me. So we saw Cats last <laughs> night. Our friends rented out the entire fucking theater. Great transition. Loves it. The entire it. fucking theater was Friends. Yeah, baby. It was... Squeals. The, it, was the, it was the last time I will see Cats in the theater. And the theater had great seats. If you didn't seats. get to see it with me, you're done, sir. Bye-bye. I know. I feel bad. Unless Anthony Carboni gets his Dude, way, Anthony... and then you do see it more <laughs> oh, often we gotta in call the theater. Him. With let's him. call him. Yeah, we well, call let's him. establish. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Anthony, Anthony Carboni, and I have been sharing a symbiotic cat's obsession. Love. We're obsessed, and uh, to the point where we are, we call each other to talk about it. Really? Yeah. Because I've only seen what I've seen, and that's a lot. Yeah, we call each other to talk about it. Let me and set. We the text s- each other about it, and we do Marco Polo. Let me set the scene of what I witnessed it? last night, as far as Steve and Anthony Carboni's love of cats. <laughs> I was sitting next to them both. We were in these large, like, comfy chairs that are fantastic. This is a real theater. We just bought every ticket. Is how it was rented out. I actually talked to. I talked to Sarah's husband. Oh, my gosh, I can't. Paolo. No, that's not his name. Joaquin. Okay, I don't know why I can't think of his name. Shit, but, I know. I can't. I, I but I know it. it, but I don't know why I can't think of it. Anyway, because we just talked about Sarah, and it's I'm just like, Sarah, Sarah. Whatever. No, the I point feel bad. Is, this sucks. I want to know. I want to remember. We'll remember it in two seconds. This yeah. happens to me every day. I constantly God, am forgetting important things. But he told me how they rented out the theater and they wouldn't let him just rent it out. So he had to just buy every ticket. Yeah, he bought every He had ticket. to go in person. They couldn't they wouldn't let him do it online more than twenty tickets. Yeah, and so he not, bought them all. Not only did he buy every ticket <laughs> <laughs> But he bought every but ticket. But he bought every ticket. Claudio. Claudio, I knew that. Sorry, Claudio. I'm sorry. I'm we do sorry. love you. I'm sorry. It is not um, any offense. I literally forget my mom's name <laughs> easily. There's just a name word association where my brain doesn't connect to my mouth. Um, we got to the. We wait, got, I gotta tell wait, my no, no, the I have picture. to say this. I have to say okay, this. Okay, okay, you start. We got to the we got to the ticket thing, and I took a photo of the marquee because it said "Cats sold, sold out." out. And I was standing there trying to take a picture, <laughs> and there was a family next to me, and the woman was like. But I really want to see cats. <laughs> I want to see cats here. Oh, why can't I see cats here? And I'm like, this is so funny. And so many people didn't come too. It wasn't Not like a that completely many. full. The whole back was full. Oh, shit, maybe maybe we I did fill we, it up. I think we were like minus two seats. There maybe. was yeah, because there was one from our group. There was one at the end come. of our aisle that was empty. I had ten people in my group, and nine of us came. Yeah. Okay, let me paint the picture. So I'm sitting right next to Steve and Anthony Carboni, and throughout the movie, they would just... So the movie was rowdy. We People were shouting at the screen, screaming. We were, like, clapping along to all the songs. A lot of fun jokes Mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. spoken aloud. So far correct. Steve and Anthony would just stand up and just start, like... Pumping their arms around, dancing around, doing clapping things, shouting the screen, like together in unison, standing right next to each other. And they were in the middle of the whole audience. 
right in the center doing all this stuff. Yeah. Well, I would, you know. I tried to get a video, but it's kind of illegal. Here's the thing with, <laughs> with Anthony and I. We're uh, a couple of cowboys. I love Anthony Carboni. He's a very sweet man. He's a very funny man. He doesn't give a fuck. Mm. And he just goes for it. And I really love him for it. And he's the host of the Star Wars show, which is like a dream job, I think. And he deserves it because he's such a good host. Because he's a dream boy. He's such a good host. Oh, really? Have you ever seen him host? I haven't. Check out his hosting I believe hosting you, but stuff. I would love to see it. He's so fucking good. You I'm so jealous. You're such and a he... good host, can uh, I say? Uh, I've only I've, seen uh, you do like uh, like the Comic-Con kind of stuff. I can do But you do are it. so good. I can do it. But you're like, in but, two seconds, you're like on, got it done. No, None of the random people yeah, walking but, around distract you listen, or make, set you off or make you uh, less presenting you yeah know? but like That's for some easy. for some reason when it comes to like co- a comic-con panel yes or like a q like a live q a that i would have to moderate or something yeah I, I am completely terrified and i hate it so maybe it's more about the interview part he's better at interviewing maybe he just has an, a a presence that's consistent with his his moderating and hosting yeah and it's such a seamless interesting yeah he's just seamlessly consistent as like a very entertaining energetic cutie interested very interested you are the you're the person not me like very like he's just very good at it like i'm gonna watch yeah and so i love him he's a great boy and we've had him in for some things and not enough things but we're gonna try to get him in for some more things but we super connected with cats and we had been tweeting at each other about it for a while and then we went to see it twice together now we have seen it three times together so three of the four times i have seen cats or maybe it's oh uh construction Yeah, three of the four times I've seen Cats was with Anthony Carboni. And uh, it's just a hooting and hollering time. And it's like... Did you you have him over when I was gone? No. Was he sleeping in our bed? No, he never came over. Are you sure? He didn't feel like it. I found pieces of his hair. He's not ready for it. Um, So we have similar hair. It was my hair. Um, Were you straightening your hair? Well, when my hair's that short, I can do that. Like the bouffon. Oh, Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was a weird tangent, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we. Uh, I think it's like sports to me. What? Like I don't know. I never understood screaming at your TV. Hit the ball! Hit the ball! I'm gonna. I'm and gonna jumping make... up out of your seat and going like, "Fucking didn't make the goal, you cocksucker!" <laughs> I'll kill your fucking family, Martinez. <laughs> I'll kill your family, Martinez. My favorite part is when you started the all here, you did like, oh, like, oh, we'll clear your family. I'll kill your family, Martinez. I'll find your family, you football player. <laughs> you ruined my life, football player. I've never understood that. And, but, but in seeing yeah. cats, now I'm like, oh, I get it. I, I totally get it. I don't want to burst your bubble, so maybe I'll just stop there. Why? Is it not the same? Well, I... I think it's totally the same. I feel like the difference is in sports, in in loving a sport, sure, similar to your loving of cats, but in the, the activity of watching the sport, it's partly because you're 
you don't know who's going to win and you're pu- pushing for both sides. It's mystery ending. It's not like you yeah, know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I've never been compelled to be like to scream at the TV looking right, at a right, sports. Right. And in the amount that it compels you, Cats is similar to sports. Yeah, Je- that's, to what sports that's what I'm However, saying. However. It's like my version of getting excited about sports. What would have been fantastic is if someday they make Cats a competition and you can watch them happen and then it will literally be the same as sports. I mean, I don't know if I want that. Are you sure? I think you love it. You could do fantasy football for cats. No, I don't like, want that. Like, which cats would be on your that. fantasy team? I don't want that. That's weird. That's too much work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we saw cats with Anthony, and uh, it's great. And we had a great time. And well, it was bonkers. But it was your first time seeing shall it. Shall we talk a little bit about cats? Yeah, Because yeah. I feel like I've heard you talk about it for weeks now as I was back home and I, it was, but in a vague way. Now that you've seen it, it's I, new talks. It's well, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Is you're talking about cats is not. I mean, seeing cats is another thing. It's another thing. It's. It's people don't understand. It's They're like, t- I refuse to see it. If I went to see it by myself, I don't know if I could have stayed I in know. the theater. I know it's that kind of a movie. I I honestly think the first five I might have had to ditch, wow. and I don't ditch movies. Usually. That's an interesting point. Like, if you were the only person in the theater. If you went to see it by yourself, maybe you're not having the best that. day. You're a little bit, like, melancholy feeling, and you go to see Cats. I think you wouldn't last. I think you... You know that woman who was sitting on the couch? Just like... Oh, the dead woman in I, the bar. I honestly think she was in that <laughs> melancholy mood, and she went to see Cats, and it didn't work. She saw it alone. She had to step out and just sit there for a while. She was... This woman... I think she's like me because her hair was minus the bangs, mm-hmm. almost the same as me. Mm. And she was wearing the type of outfit I like to wear, like a little black turtleneck and black pants. But she was maybe in her 60s is my guess. She was sitting in this like, uh, what do you call it in restaurants? The rounded like seat area. Diner style. Yeah, but it's like. Um, I forgot. Anyway, the padded rounded seat. There's a word for that. Those yeah. seating areas. So she was far, sitting in one so of those, but it was like a big old one with the table in the middle. A booth. You know, A booth. That's. <laughs> See, I'm so bad at words. Anyway, it took me a bit. I'm sorry, too, Claudio. I was right there this with is a normal you. thing for us. Claudio Booth. <laughs> Claudio Booth. Um, she was sitting in those one of those booths, a huge booth, just by herself, sitting in a way that it was almost like she was so slouched down, like she was planking. Like I don't know what. Yeah, her butt she was. was no, it was a dead person. It she was, was a corpse. Full. It was literally like there was a corpse, and her face was tilted down as though she was very unhappy. With her mouth like, open. With her and, mouth open. And her eyes were occasionally open and occasionally closed. I watched her since the I didn't see an in. open. Yeah. I saw open. I, and when I came in, all I saw was a corpse. And I she, she kept was, asking people quietly, is that a woman, a dead woman? Is, is there a, a dead body in this bar? <laughs> Who thinks there's a dead body in this bar? Raise your hand. It was some like a couple of kids with their parents, all of our group, and a dead body in this bar. That yeah. was the whole. It, it sounds, like the a, bar. sounds like a cool movie. What if everyone gets locked in a in a diner and then it's like, but there's a dead body. How did it happen, Greg? Figure it out. Well, what I liked about her How is that- How did it happen, Greg? Please welcome. <laughs> Maybe it was Adele. Dazim? Yeah. Dazim. <laughs> Dazzy, for sure. Dazim. Dazim. What I liked about her is that she surely wasn't dead because sometimes she was having that same pose and body and everything with eyes open. 
How does that happen? I didn't see it, so... Imagine I it. will just have to believe you. It was insane. Anyway, she probably watched Cats by herself, because that's yeah. what I think would happen. But yeah, let's hear your let's hear your thoughts here. Um, I thought to myself before going to Cats, I was like, well, I'm a dance fiend, and I'm, I have seen clips from the trailer, I've seen clips of clips, and I've even looked up that girl all over Instagram, the it, main dancer girl. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because she's a great dancer, and I'm like, let me see Well, more. she did a great job in the movie. Yeah, let me finish. She's great. I'm not anything on her. Yeah, she did great. So I went to go... (laughs) You saw the show, by the way. You've seen the show. I've seen the show twice, so I do have an idea of the story. Yeah, like we saw it. I have an idea last year. That fact that there is no story. We'll put it that way. Well, there's a story, but it's a... I love this quote. It's a blink and you'll miss it story. Like, literally, it is. If you miss one moment, there's one particular moment in the movie that if you are not paying attention, the whole thing doesn't make sense. I feel like the story is like a bunch of pebbles, but all of those pebbles are in a really fast-moving stream. And you're just like, oh, can you... Well, they tried to fix it in the movie a little bit. I think the opposite. No, they they totally course-corrected in the movie. Like there isn't that a McCavity is not the a villain in the musical. There's no villain. There's no right, antagonist. Right, 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 right. So they made McCavity like the bad guy, and he's like they gave him cavity. And the whole like teleporting the cats to the fucking tugboat thing that was that's a whole added that, thing that they that they yeah, put in for that, story purposes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I they went tried. In, so I went to go see the movie thinking. At the very least, I know the story's going to be all over the place. I know things are going to be all over, specifically knowing Steve's reaction. I know this is going to be that type of a thing. However, I love dance. I'm going to end up loving the dance. I'm going to be so excited about it. And I remember even saying to Grace and Elliot, because they were asking me before I went in and being like, oh, I think I'm actually going to get really excited because I love dance and it's going to be all dancey. And they had both seen it already and they just kind of stared at me. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, it'll be fine. (laughs) So we go in to see it. And I'm so sorry, but I'm so sorry to say this. I don't know who's responsible, but the dance is like so the whole thing is not shot for the dancing. You don't you don't barely get to see. I mean, you, technically you're seeing people dance around, but like you're seeing it in their from a they shot don't let it breathe. of their head. You're seeing it from a shot of like the wall. Like you're not you're not seeing you don't get to see all of it you get the tiny like i by looking at the trailer i got more dancing than watching the film yeah. somehow it was the dance was not the redeeming part and anthony carboni had the number one thing that was that he shouted out every about five minutes that was my 100 percent strongest concern experience which is he kept saying how, how big, big is, is a, a cat, cat. You'll oh never my know. God. The entire time you're watching the movie, you'll never know. And Zero consistency. How is that a choice? Because the been musical made? is like that. Is the musical like that? Or <laughs> yeah. is it a live stage show trying its best? Yeah. And it well, doesn't have the ability of all the CG that this one does. So yeah. we could certainly choose the size well, of a cat. Here's the thing Tom Hooper, who directed the movie, who also directed. Are you playing my mom's office music here? Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah, she loaned me the CD. It's, it had it's a bunch Pandora. Of, she told you which station. It had a bunch of dust on it. That's how she likes it. Um, I'm yeah, sorry. T- Tom, Tom Hooper directed the movie, who directed other Lame movies. Is. The Lame is. Let's know yeah. exactly what he directed. Are you ready Are you, for this? Yes, I would like to know. Yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's go to trip. Let's take a trip down many Oscar Lane. Really? Oh yes. Wow. The Danish Girl. 
Oh, I loved that. Les Miserables. Did you like it? I liked it. I didn't. I liked it, but I didn't. I, it, the acting far surpassed the directing to me. No offense. So I, it was hard to know where the direction was, huh. what I was liking, because it was just Anne Hathaway. I felt like fucking slayed that one role. Huh. Ready for this next one? It's going to blow your mind. Yeah. The King's Speech. Oh, I never even saw it. Oh, you didn't see it? But I know it's supposed uh, to be have we, been we very good. We should see good. it. It's I would very like to good. see it, yeah. Okay. You'd love it. It's it's an incredible movie, and it's it won the Oscar. It's weird because it seems like he's quite good at story, and right now he's choosing to do a film well, without a story. Well, here's a... He also directed some His Dark Materials episodes. Oh. Well, maybe he's just getting more senile in his olderness. I don't want to say that. That's so mean, but... I thought you said you're liking it. I don't think it's very well made, but I read the books and I love them, and it gets better th- toward the end. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. It, I just am a little bit sad that they didn't kind of... I could talk about... Do you want to hear my thoughts on that? Uh, After Cats. Yeah. Anyway, so Tom Hooper got the chance to do like whatever he wanted to do because he made all these great movies, and he decided to do Cats. And he was given like a hundred and something million dollars to do it, and they didn't... I thought it was 200 million. They didn't have... No. Oh. But they're on track to lose 70 of 70 million really? of that 100 Why? million. Because no one's seeing it? Because it's a fucking bomb. No one's watching it. No one cares. Oh. Uh, it's okay. It's not for everybody. It's, it's a weird fucking movie. It's man. honestly how it feels is like a two hour version of, you know, when you go to a museum and they have like a movie, a show playing or like a, like a five minute like art short yeah. and you go into those black rooms. Yeah. It feels like that, but a two hour long version Yeah, where you're like, what am I trying to get out of this? But it's also like unsettling and, uh-huh. um, exactly. and it's like just, an art film. It's just like, you're fi- there's just this creepy feeling. They shouldn't be showing their toes. The whole movie. In the stage show, they wear shoes. You don't see their toes. They wear ballet slippers. Ballet slippers. Yeah. In the movie, you see their toes. Human toes. And human hands. Oh, plenty of human hands. It's all human hands. Who, uh, my, uh, Sir Ian McKellen, Lawrence Welk came to my mind. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen, yes, is but Charles. he somehow in his role, his is perfect. Charles. I'm like not yeah. bothered by the you Katniss. Know what? Him and it. Judy Dench. Him and Judy Dench do it so Cause well because they're, un- they're incredible. Because they're ungodly in their abilities. They're incredible. Yeah. And if, and they were the only ones that were like really like acting like cats too. And it's not like the other like even McKellen weren't. did like some of this stuff. And he went on the no wall. No one else did that. No one else did anything like that. Everyone else was like, "I'm playing a person in spandex," and they were like, "No, we're playing cats." Did you know that Judy Dench was meant to be uh, Chris, the old one, Grisabella? Well, she... in the original, and then she tore her Achilles and she couldn't do it really? in the original show. Back in the eighties, which was Broadway Grisabella? show, Memory. Okay. Snotty McHudson. <laughs> Jennifer Snotson. Guys, you gotta just look up a clip. Jennifer Hudson, every part of every song. Anthony and I are gonna Rizabella. turn this into a Rocky Horror picture show <gasps> event. Wait, we have to talk separately about this because I have some huge amount of yeah. stuff from my journal to share with oh, you. Oh, we're talking like tissues, throwing tissues. We're talking yelling Why out. Why throwing tissues? Because of the snot. Oh, okay. We're talking about any time. But um, let's finish about the snot. Jennifer she Hudson, has snot running out of her nose down to time. below her lower lip, yeah. all the way down. The entire time. And she time. never once wipes it. And in our rowdy screening, people were shouting, obviously, that she should wipe it. But questions were being posed. Is it because of her makeup that she wasn't allowed to wipe it? It cuts back to her later. She's no longer singing. She was never crying while she was singing. She was just singing and still has the snot down there. She sings again, and guess what? New snot flows. 
New style. Can I say something? Please. <laughs> Anthony said that the snot is CG. He kept saying it, and I don't think so. One billion percent, I don't think so. I... But I found an article in the <gasps> LA Times that says, don't blame Jennifer Hudson. Imagine acting This sounds something. like a PR thing. No. Oh, no, no, no. Don't let, don't let people make fun of her snot. No, say, it was, say it was CG. Imagine acting in something, and you look back at it later, and it's in a movie like Cats. First of all, you're like, oh, shit. And then they CG'd in some embarrassing shit yeah, like Yeah, that's not going to happen. Imagine that. That's not going to happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, imagine not, the, that's not how that went Imagine down. the moment someone sees that, their <laughs> performance, and suddenly the director, whoever, is chosen to cover her in snot. Yeah, that's not. That's not going to happen. That's not. There's no mem- There's no memory. There's no meeting <laughs> about it. That doesn't happen. I just I can't imagine how hilarious that moment is. <laughs> wait, this isn't even about the snot. Oh, they got you clickbait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Gazing into the camera, her wide face twisted with sorrow, upper lip wet with snot. Hudson simply sings the stuffing out of memory with such intensity that you almost forget she's wearing a pair of fuzzy cat ears. She's not wearing them. That's CG. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. This person doesn't need You're to. right. I don't mean to be a... Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I'm not finding anything about this. Anthony is, like, so upset with me about it. Because well, he was I... like, it's true. It's true. It's CG, and I'm upset with you now. If you don't believe me. Well, I can't find shit. We'll have to... Someone, it's, so, Dynamic Banter listeners. DBL. If you do your own diggings and find anything about the snot, the Jennifer Hudson snot and cats, please include Anthony Carboni in your findings. What's in, the, his in a tweet. Is it just Anthony Carboni? I think it's just A Carboni or something. At A Carboni. Or just type in Anthony Carboni and you'll find him. I don't want to call him. Should we call him? Do you want to call him? We can have him say something about Up cats. Up to you. Should we give our final reviews before well, he Well, oh talks? no, let's do ads. I got to do ads. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me, meditation music. Dude, my I'm just my I'm spent from like screaming and yelling and that screaming yeah. last night. It's like a workout, man, when you go to see that. <laughs> you get up out of your seat, you jump around, you're at praising jump, Jesus. Jump up and get down. Jump around. Skimble Shanks deserves a, a standing O. Jennifer standing deserves ow. a standing ow. Mustafalis gets that O. It's a little. Derulo gets the O. <laughs> Derulo. Jason Derulo. Yeah. He killed him. Man. Everyone else is good in it. We, we Everyone's didn't... fine. Look, the movie is fine. It's not like the worst movie ever made. It's only, it's just something if you, you watch like, with a group. You it, get a yeah. group together, you watch it with a group, you watch it with a drink or a smoke or a it's a party time. It's not a be quiet moment. Yeah, if you and also like if you like musicals at all. But I don't agree because the musical aspects I found were kind of missing. Well, but the thing is is like if you like musicals at all. Like I'm not even talking about casual music. Okay, let's, let me rephrase this. If you like Broadway, then you know about cats and you either like it or you don't it's very divisive Uh even the even the broadway play is divisive even though it is the most successful musical of like all time really yeah because you can bring kids Uh, yeah and i guess it like 
because it didn't really have a clear plot, it wasn't confusing to people to oh, try to keep to try to keep a plot in mind because they're oh, just like, so. oh, it's just dancing, great. And so it transcended language and, and and age, and so people would travel to New York from like uh, other countries, and they'd be they'd oh. see cats because it's not like a complicated story they have to follow I in see. order to enjoy it. You know, a lot of different reasons, but uh, it also was like the first. They say it was like the first of the like Hollywood uh, Broadway, because mm. Broadway used to be just kind of like you know big dresses and operatic kind of yeah. like. Uh, you know, My Fair Lady, stuff like that. And uh, Cats really brought the big pomp and circumstance and stuff. I mean, mm. My Fair Lady might have been later. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about that. But I do know, um, you know, in, in digging into Cats and why how it gained such popularity and why people love it so much, so there were a lot of uh, interesting different reasons. It just came out at the right time, I guess. Wow. Yeah. And before that, Andrew Lloyd Webber did Jesus Christ Superstar... Mm-hmm. Which is another great Never fucking have bonkers. Seen it. I saw Trisha's husband Nate perform as Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar. Wow! Like four or five years ago. Is that why something. she married him? Uh, partially, probably. She got that Jesus thing. All right, guys, let's do some ads here. <laughs> I almost choked <laughs> she my coffee. She got that Jesus thing, like people have. Hey guys, let's just start right off with Squarespace. You know, Squarespace is a great one. Mike Falzone has it. His website is Squarespace. Mike Falzone, if you don't know, is the other host of the show right now. Alana that's me. Is subbing in for him because our schedules are a little strange right now, and that's that. Anyway, Mike Falzone's website is a Squarespace website, MikeFalzone.com. And Squarespace helped Mike build it. My upcoming More like website. it helped Mike. More like Mike helped it. <laughs> Guys, listen, you can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into some kind of digital thing called a website. You can showcase your work. You can blog or publish your content. You can sell products and services. You can promote your physical or online business. You can announce an upcoming event or a special project like a birthday or your mama's housewarming. And Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, and the ability to customize look and feel settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Anybody can use it, even Mike Falzone. <laughs> and everything's optimized right out of the box and for mobile, too. And you don't have to install anything. You don't have to worry about this or that. And, guys, the 24-7 award-winning customer support. 24-7. If there's something wrong with your website, at 2 fucking 30 a.m., you can call the Squarespace award-winning customer support line, and they'll survive you and help you. <laughs> they'll survive They'll you. survive you when you're dead. They'll, they'll be help, there. They'll help survive you. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready to start your new business? Yeah. Destiny's calling. Yeah. The future is coming. Woo. Keep dreaming. Woo. But make it a reality while you dream. By going to squarespace.com. That's right, squarespace.com slash banter to get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is okay, the song just ended. That's squarespace.com slash banter. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you. Oh, here we go. Here's another one. <laughs> Here's another cute little safe Diddy. Moms love it type music. Pampers is wonderful for your baby because it's like giving your baby a little angel's kiss. <laughs> you 
you can bring them to your mama's house warm and... <laughs> Our new pampers are so warm. Your baby's going to have an angel's kiss. <laughs> You gotta warm up your baby's tush with our new Pampers Warmers. <laughs> Pampers Warmers! <laughs> it's like they have one of those hand warmers in the lining of the pamp. Yeah. You just, you crack it, put it on your bum bum baby bum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta break them. You have to break it? Like a, like a like glow, glow stick. stick before yeah. And, and they have one on that glows. In case yeah. your baby Ooh, sneaks glows. out of the house a lot, Pampers glows. Did you lose your baby again, Karen? <laughs> Pampers warmers glows in the dark. <laughs> Hi, my name is Lucille. I've tried Pampers warmers with my baby because when she was three months old, she burst into my bedroom and said, Mom, my my butt's cold as a <laughs> popsicle <Rock>. stick. <laughs> Just the stick. And, she, and I said, what am I going to do to warm my baby's buns? <laughs> Pampers warmers, dude. Guys, me undies. Speaking of warming your butt, <laughs> speaking of your butt, speaking of your little baby butt, me undies is here, guys. And uh, the holidays came and went so fast, didn't they? We made it, though. We did it. You did it. You passed the finish line. You're now in 2020 with the rest of us. Welcome. And, you know, all those holidays that went, they'll be missed. But we also think it's time to just throw on some comfy pants and chill the F out. You know what I mean? MeUndies wants to treat wants you to treat yourself to some self-care and truly relax after all that hustle and bustle and the softest undies and loungewear on the ort. <laughs> Literally so soft, it should be illegal. And it just might be. <gasps> Guys, I love MeUndies. Every pair of my damn underpants is MeUndies. It's I true. have no other underwear. I've thrown the other ones away. I hate them. I never want to see them again. I have bad memories with ex-girlfriends in them. Oh, but the MeUndies are cute. MeUndies are the best. And they made a bodysuit, a whole onesie. onesie that is yeah. very good. And you and I got into a ones, got into some onesie troubles the other day. When you remember, you tried to get into my me onesie. Yeah, when you were in it. Yeah, and then you got in it. You put your legs in it. And we all got uh -huh, into the same. And then right I zipped in. it up. <laughs> Did you still have a photo of that? Uh, I think there's a video, maybe. I don't know if it's a photo. <laughs> That's not for people to see. That's for us. Anyway, okay. guys, listen. It's cold out. It's dark out at like 4 p.m. MeUndies wants you to know that they'll bring you some real comfort in the chilly months ahead. And this cold's not going anywhere. It's sticking around, Jack Frost. Uh, in sizes, warming. In, in sizes extra small to 4XL, no politics during the ads. With plenty of brand new products, the option for getting cozy are endless. Cozy. And when they say cozy... They mean it with undies that are three times softer than cotton in the cutest wintery prints and colors. That's like, it's like really soft. <laughs> Guys, this wintery season, why don't you cozy up in their new robes? They have <gasps> robes for men and women. No. And you can treat your feet in their soft new slippers, which I kind of want to try. I got to be honest, but my girl got me a nice pair of slippers for Christmas. And I don't think I'm going to need another pair for a while. <laughs> Okay, me undies. But listen, if but you're ropes. trying to get your loved ones some kind of nice slippers, or your parent or grandparent or friend or teacher or whatever, you want to give a gift, why don't you go to me undies, you darn tootin'? Yeah, that's right. So here's the offer for our listeners here. For first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. That's 15% off. And free shipping. That's right. It's a no-brainer, guys, especially because we have 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
So you get your 15% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to meundies.com slash banter. That's meundies.com slash banter. Banter. Thank you. It's like you too. Ah, in the sky in the sky Wow. Oh, yeah. Let's move it for one more here. We got Figs, baby. Ooh, we love Figs. Figs <laughs> is a great company, and they do it, and they're sponsoring the podcast, and we love them, and they help the people. Guys, I think there's something all of us can agree on. Nurses, doctors, dentists, and people who work in medicine and healthcare are pretty awesome. And all of us can think of a time when a medical professional helped us or a family member. I bet you can think of just one at least. These amazing people dedicate their lives to caring for and serving others. Shouldn't these amazing people wear scrubs that make them feel goo and look goo? <laughs> Guys, what are amazing... What are these... What, what these amazing people do every day is more than a job. It's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. And what they wear is more than a uniform, guys. Shouldn't they wear scrubs that help them feel goo and perform at their best? Hi. Figs is an amazing company that is making scrubs stylish and functional for people who deserve it the most. For years, nurses, doctors, dentists, and other awesome medical professionals are forced to wear scratchy, ill-fitting scrubs. They're ugly, they're gross, they make me scared. I'm scared when I see scrubs because I'm like, what are you going to do to my body? What are you worried that my body's going to do to you that you're wearing that ugly thing? Oh, truth. Comes it scares out. me. It scares me. It's, you know, it's like, don't, don't, I don't want any of me, I don't want any of me on you. <laughs> Ooh. Ugly, ugly goddamn scrubs. And now we're talking about figs. Figs creates the highest quality medical apparel so that medical professionals look their best, feel their best, and perform their best per day. Oh, and yeah. fig scrubs are infused with antimicrobial properties to control odors. They're ridiculously soft, moisture-wicking, all sorts of cool stuff. Figs are made with yoga waistbands and come in a variety of styles, classic straight legs to joggers, skinny styles, whatever. And figs gives back. Every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative. To date, Figs has donated hundreds of thousands of sets in over 35 countries. And that's pretty rad. Oh, and speaking of giving, Figs makes great gifts for lifesavers in your life. Figs gift cards are available, so next time your doctor, nurse, dentist, dermatologist, or pediatrician saves the day, why don't you tell them thank you by sending them some Figs? That's a great idea. Yeah, it's really nice. I know. I've never thought of it. Because like, people give doctors, like, really unuseful gifts. Yes. Here's a chocolate bouquet. And it's also, like, their 10th chocolate bouquet. Right. They're a good doctor, and it's the holidays. Right. You know how many. They're loaded up. And they're a dentist. They don't want more chocolate. No. Get them a gift card for some really stylish scrub. Yeah. Let them, let them come into the office feeling all good and looking good and feeling good. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Anyway, so uh, whether you're one of those awesome humans that works in healthcare, which we found some dynamic banter listeners are, of which they thank are. you guys. Thank you. Uh, that want to say thanks to these deserving folks, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with 15% off your first purchase by using our code BANTER. That's right. So why don't you go to wearfigs.com. Get ready to love your scrubs. Wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S. Dot com. Enter our code BANTER at checkout for 15% off. I have that jacket. Remember that jacket I wore I, at Disneyland? I remember because I wear it a lot. Yeah, that's a Figs jacket. It's really nice. It's very cute. All right. Jesus, this music.
Jesus, thank you for this music and for blessing our food. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and thank you for Pampers Warmers. warmers. <laughs> There's going to be like a bunch of... <laughs> All right, we're at the 50-minute mark. Let's do some History Roads, because it's been a while since we've done some History Roads. Jingle, jingle. Having you here for some History Roads could be fun. So let's do it. I found out long ago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a long way down the History Road. Who's singing history that? Road. A fan. We got some real good, good, talented people. Yes, you do. When you're feeling like you've got to take a dump, drink a Miller Genuine Draft. Drink yourself some dump water. You want some <laughs> water from the dump? It'll make you go, I promise you that. Imagine every liquid at the dump coming together in this ice-cold can of Miller Genuine Draft. Ooh, I can hear it tingle. You're drinking the motor oil of every man who's lost their car here at the <laughs> junkyard. <laughs> That's weird. Wait, wait, speaking of that, have you seen the new Coca-Cola commercial? I don't know how new it is. I saw it in the movie theater in Hawaii. And the whole, I just thought, oh, what a stupid ad. It's just like close-ups of a Coke in yeah. a bottle the yeah. whole time whole time it's like a minute long ad and it's just like ooh delicious that looks delicious great it's delicious like their whole thing is that every three words or some shit they say the word delicious for like a minute whoa i was just this like is sucks like, this is annoying me they're trying to hypnotize you yeah and it's the same visual the whole time should i try to find Isn't it? it delicious don't you think coke is delicious i do think coke is delicious when it hits your lips it's delicious even when it's a hot day it's oh, shit. delicious is this it Probably. Oh no, that's too short. Oh, it could be. Maybe I just experienced it longer because it was that annoying. No, no, it was almost <laughs> over. Oh, that's not it. Um. Wow, that's so funny. Yeah. Weird. It sounds like what you were just doing with the dump yard juice. Uh, Miller Genuine Drift. All right. Well, this first email, uh, this first history road, my bad, comes from Abigail Meyer. Who sends? Uh, who whose subject says, Florida police were called for a woman screaming, "Let me out!" It was a parrot. <gasps> Florida police were called for a woman screaming, "Let me out!" It was a parrot. Wow. So it's just like an ad. It's like a. It's like an article. You know, I'm happy <laughs> about that. I was changing the brakes on my wife's car and had my 40-year-old parrot, Rambo, on his outside perch where he sings and talks. Sometime later, four police officers showed up saying a neighbor called because she heard a woman screaming for help. I promptly introduced the officers to Rambo and we all had a good laugh. He added, afterward, I, was, I also introduced Rambo to the neighbor who called in the screaming. Luckily, his neighbor also had a good laugh. <laughs> Sometimes Rambo yells, help, help, let me out, explained the man. What? Why? What are they teaching it? Oh, oh no. You look like a skull when you do that. Something I taught him when I was a kid. It's something I taught him when I was a kid, 
and Rambo lived in a cage. How old is this man? Well, he's 40. How old is this parrot? Birds live a while if you take good care of them, but man, holy shit. That's fucked up. That's like... It's like... What if it's like, you know, hidden in plain sight or whatever, where it's like... yeah. Well, we'll just wait and time will tell. Where it's like, I mean, not with this fucking bird. No one's going to come help this bird. What? Everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. Wait, maybe I don't understand what What I'm mean. saying is, is like, it's like when when uh, someone has like a kidnapped child and you would never know it because the child is like being held by captive by the person. And they're just like walking through where the person is like yeah. kidnapping the child. Yeah, and I'm saying time will tell eventually. With the parrot, the I'm talking about the parrot will die, though. Or something will happen, and the news will say, "Oh, we well, found for out that, this. yeah, for that." But I'm talking about the bird. The bird is probably actually asking for help. Let me oh, out. Oh, I don't Let actually think so. Are you kidding me? Birds, Can I tell you something? Birds don't say things out of their own thoughts. They feel <laughs> things out of their own thoughts. They speak repeating what humans spoke. Yeah, but let me introduce a concept, an idea to you. Let's let's oh, talk okay. about this a little bit. Let's have the meditation music back because oh. I think it's necessary. Crenshaw Boulevard. Don't you think? <laughs> don't you think? All right. Please. That birds should not be pets no you don't i disagree you think birds should be pets i have had personal experience my oh, dad owned you're birds. brainwashed no because here's what you learn birds are so much more affectionate than they seem and the connection they have with with people i mean some birds surely at some pets yeah, across the board that? maybe shouldn't they don't be pets. want that they they're meant to fly I'm just saying They're sometimes to be free in the world. You get an understanding from a creature that it you know those birds that like they, I think this is gonna be the next orca whale thing. People that, have ignored the fact that birds no, no, no. shouldn't be well, pets. Maybe there's a type of bird. I don't know all the types. Cockatoos are what I'm You think there's about. some birds that want to be in cages and not flying around in the world? That's my argument, is that birds want to be out in the world flying and shit. I don't think They don't all, want to live in a house with us. I don't think we can assume that necessarily <laughs> all birds would prefer to be outside versus inside. I mean, if you're talking about being in a cage always and never being out around the house, <laughs> no, maybe I mean, you should let them fly but around. But I mean, like, they don't do, they don't let that happen. They clip Some their wings. Some people do. You're generalizing a whole massive population. They clip their wings. Well, look, yeah. what? You think they let them fly? I mean, flying around a living room is nowhere near. That's almost like being only able to walk around a room and you're living in a room for your whole life. Don't you think some kind of weird alien people would see how people live in Hong Kong and say people don't want to live that way? Humans don't want to live that yeah, way. Yeah, but those in are those conscious humans that can tell ways. us that. We well, don't, people we can't. are moved by society enough. Listen, all I know is, is birds are biologically engineered to fly. They have wings. Yeah. They don't have hands. Yeah. They have wings. Which means that's their thing. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, and I don't know the answer. All I can say I is, don't know either. I can, all I can do is assume that well, if you're what biologically. What I can say from personal experience is some, you know, the birds that will like love you. They'll follow you around when you yeah, go, you know, when you go like, to the bathroom and your dog follows you. Yes. There are birds who are loving their owner that way and wanting to be with them. Yeah, but that's like you taught it that. You trained you, it to do that. Would you say that about a dog? You trained it. Would well, you say that about I mean, a dog? Dogs are 
I don't know. Dogs, I think you have a misunderstanding of bio- birds. Dogs are more biologically domesticated. This than is birds. what I think the misunderstanding is. Maybe some species of birds, but birds are not always that way. A lot of birds are very like connection oriented with with the yeah but you can connect with humans and not being. be in a cage in their fucking house and i don't want to go grab someone off the street and be like here come connect with me in my home where i lock you in and we'll have a connection it's like no come to my yard when i'm out gardening and i'll have a connection with you right there bye jared i love you you're the bluebird that comes by with the little orange crest i hear you but i think you're not quite hearing what i'm saying i think it's apples and oranges. Those are. It's a, nobody would deny that that's a different type of connection if you connect with a, a creature out in the wild, or if you're connecting with a creature on the everyday, all the time basis, and you're always making sure they have Listen, food and all that at your house. I'm not saying that's fun and nice in a in an ideal world. I don't know. Maybe Wait, that's you're not, not even, saying what's fun. I'm and not nice? saying it's not fun and nice to be able to like live in a comfortable place where you're fed and taken care of, and you have a nice yeah, connection. Or I whatever. don't think all birds want to be out some maybe 100 I mean, percent. there are know. gotta be some that are not like it's the same as there's shit parents there are shit owners i think of course. what's happening is is you're anthropomorphizing these animals I think too the much opposite. and i think that I bird think was begging anthropo- for his life you are anthropomorphizing <laughs> these animals by suggesting that bird what was they begging want for, or don't want that bird was begging for his life when he said help me that you that are woman, anthropomorphizing the way the birds woman, communicate 100 called the police he had him sitting outside he could have flown away no their l- wings are clipped we don't know if this bird's wings are clipped a lot all the birds wings are clipped a lot of birds can this fly guy's and 40 are still and he had the birds since he was 40 or since he was or before he was 40 <laughs> for 40 years yeah more likely that this bird is able to fly around and doesn't leave him if they've been together for so long what you're the one anthropomorphizing here not me i don't know i don't i would be very surprised to learn (laughs) that someone owns a bird that does not have clipped wings that Uh, is google it that has not flown away the second it can well how do you know if you don't give it an opportunity jeffrey hartman sent us a well i mean the accidents happen you see have you seen mike and i did a whole episode about the lost bird posters like there was a while ago here in the city in our city uh-huh. there were posters for lo- a lost bird yeah and it's like good sorry you're never gonna see that bird again <laughs> it went out into the world to be free and it's never coming back very likely it's never coming back it might be eaten right away because it doesn't know how to survive in the wild. But like, imagine being born with wings and they were clipped since you were a baby, so that you don't fly away. And then suddenly, like, you have an opportunity and you fly away, and then you experience the world. But birds with clipped wings can still fly. You know that, well, right? Well, not not at, not at very far, and exactly. they can't they can't get to like a, a high enough. It like sure, but they can still fly. Yeah, like, yeah, a little bit. I don't know yeah. if there are different versions. Yeah. They can of still fly. Clipping these days, no, but maybe it, there it, are some that can't fly. I don't know. It keeps them from having the like uh, the wings that will get them above like a certain mm. altitude or something. I feel like you guys should do an on the road episode. Go to a bird sanctuary and talk to some bird people. Well, who I know won't the argue details. with you that a bird sanctuary is an important place. That's a place where they take no, care. No, no, of no. Them I'm not saying that. Shit. I'm saying at a bird sanctuary, find the guy who's in charge and talk to him. <laughs> who's in charge here at this? Who's bird in charge? Sanctuary. Who knows about the birds? Uh, and and have what? Him tell and ask these questions. Do birds? Like being in Kate. I like, mean, Mike and I did a whole episode about it. So like we were but digging of your into own it. guessing. No, we were digging into it. We oh, were, well, I was like pulling up Google 
things and stuff. But did you only pull um, up the things that supported your thesis? I mean, or there did was you like a, all the questions. I think we talked about the process of clipping a bird's wings. Is it like circumcising? Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I hate when I'm sliced open and drained too. Yeah, it's like let me cut your Achilles <laughs> tendon and then live with me, and we'll have a good. You'll have a good here though. I'll feed you. You can watch fucking pearls you, and darners. You can watch the Goldbergs with me every night. You can watch the Golden Girls with me every night. You can watch Friends with me. You can't. But I'll cut your legs. I'll cut your legs. That's all. Jeffrey Hartman sends us an email <laughs> saying, and this is the last one because we're already oh. deep in here. Nutty Noah plays Tijuana Taxi on his hornophone, and it's a YouTube video, and we're going to hear it. Oh, this is not a... Looks like he just moved in. He's got a... There's a man standing in front of a rack of about 30 or 40 horns of varying sizes. And it looks like he's about to honk them. Dude, I'm gonna. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your lip keeps twitching. <laughs> I love it. I'm about to cry. Um, is he? Does he have a kazoo? Where's? Yeah. Is this? Is the music in the background? A track happening? Oh, okay. Wow. I okay. Um, I feel bad for whoever is that guy's neighbor because my shit never got that bad. Imagine him rehearsing that. I don't know because you would talk about. <laughs> But you, like rehearsing, but you that. and your parents would talk about you middle of the night, like three a.m., yeah. waking up and doing a music yeah, but that's storm. The thing, but I, next door, paper thin to your parents. Yeah, but sleeping. like I was a kid, you know. Like I, and, I guess were you a, a kid te- always and a teenager, when you did that? And a teenager, yeah. How about after teen? Were you still maybe well, doing yeah, a bit of after but, teen? But three this is like I still had like a limit, you know. Look at you. <laughs> and look at her. What the fuck? You guys are so dynamic. Wow. Thank you, Joe. It's <laughs> <laughs> because you're on dynamic band. Oh, that's why. <laughs> <we're> on <laughs> what an unprofessional thing I just did. <laughs> I'm calling it Good thing we're not professionals. <laughs> I want somebody to use that kiss sound in the next song they send you. Um, all right. Cute. Well, let's wrap this up. Thank okay. you, Alana, for coming. Do you want to plug anything? Yeah, I have a new podcast coming out. Why whoop, does it whoop. sound like the headphones are switching sides while I talk? I okay, well, whatever. Maybe my 
things. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I have a podcast coming out that I've been working on for like so right long. Right at the end so of the excited. podcast. Why are my headphones messed up? We gotta fix this. No, it just started. It's but I, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What is it? Tell them about your podcast. God damn it. Oh, it's about health stuff. It's called Backseat Doctor. We have an Instagram, but the actual pod is not up yet. So I guess this is a little jump in the gun, but whatever. Be ready. If you want to hear more info about it, I just opened the Instagram, or you can look at my Instagram, Love Alana Chan, L O V E A L A N A C H A N. And the podcast is it's me basically talking with my mom, who is a health professional, trying to like talk through simple health understandings so that you could get a good grasp on stuff and we do this really cool thing where we're having people write in and tell us like their mystery problem that's going on and then she talks through what she thinks the solution is because she does that in her work a lot she does a lot of phone consultations and she has a really high success rate like it's all success so wonderful I love so it. it's really also kind of mystery exciting to hear her go through that and be like oh i have that too well, that's exciting. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait for it to happen. <laughs> Can you tell I'm excited? I was like, let me dive in. Yeah, no, no. I'm glad you did. Um, yeah, so yes. Check that out. Follow the oh, this thanks. lovely woman here thanks. that I love very much. And then uh, go to MikeFalzone.com to check out all of his upcoming comedy Nipples. things. And uh, the Valley folks about to go on a tour. Alana's coming. <laughs> yeah, Alana will be there. You'll be able to say hi to Alana. And Steve um, will also be there. Yes, I will be there, and the Valley Folk will be there. <laughs> and we're doing San Francisco Sketch Fest on January 18th. We're doing Comedy Works in Denver, Colorado on January 20th. We're doing. We're going to be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City, Utah on January 21st. We're going to be at the Spokane Comedy Club in Spokane, Washington, January 22nd. And we will be at the Tacoma Comedy Club in Tacoma, Washington on January 23rd. So, um, yeah, that Denver show, I feel like the tickets are kind of, there's so many left. And we're oh, getting really? sad and weird about it. Really? So if you guys are anywhere near Denver and you want to see me and the other Valley Folk kids and Alana and uh, some fun songs and weird sketches and shit and maybe say hi, then please come at Comedy Works on January 20th. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Alana, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being our guest. And uh, thank you to Mike and thank you, thank Ryan. Thank you to Mike. Thank you to Ryan. And thank, thank you, you to the audience. Goodbye. Thank you to Camera Inventor and the Microphone Inventor. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>